Aiden, you're back. Yeah. Lydia. Long time no uh, no see. Well, Long actually, time. I've seen you, but just not on, on a podcast format. Long time no recording. This is true. Yeah. This is very true. Um, so you and I have a long history of doing this podcast together. Yeah. So it was only fitting that you should come back when we uh, revived, revived ex- the patient. So I'm excited about the revival. Are you? Yeah, I was really excited to get the email. Good, yeah. good. You and I had started talking when you were doing Christmas Tree Farm and yeah. coffee roasting was like just a glimmer in your brain, I think, yeah, at I, that point. I do remember that. I remember talking about Douglas firs, mm-hmm. blue spruces, and white pines. And yeah. I definitely remember that. And this time of year... We're like rolling into October mm-hmm. and people around town are starting to be like, man, I miss that Christmas tree farm. Yeah. Oh, I miss that Christmas tree farm. And this time of year, I really do too. Cause this would be like the time where we were like digging the trees for like live bald and burlap is what mm-hmm. we called them. We would be like starting to look at like cutting them for, you know, like for the lot and stuff like that. And we'd be like cleaning up the barn and everything. So, but summer's, I'm definitely still, I got an air conditioner installed in the coffee roaster room. Yeah, really coming up in the world. I was going to say, that's a a huge upgrade. Yeah, now I'm like really excited to be indoors in the summer for the most part working because that Christmas tree farming is brutal stuff. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's a lot of work. I'm sure you're just happy moving beans around. Yeah. (laughs) Very happy. <laughs> the only burlap you're dealing with is the beans. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a jovial dude moving burlap bags and beans around in there. <laughs> Exposing <laughs> them to the right amount of heat and then pulling them off. Yeah. It's been, I like stand by the coffee roaster every, it, it's still like, we're doing about two days of roasting a week now. Oh, wow. Okay. You yeah. were just doing one. So now yeah. we're up to two. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. And I, I always, for the past like year, I've had, um, helping hands at the roaster, Mm -hmm. doing like bagging, grinding, packaging. Um, But yeah, like I stand by that roaster. I'm like, man, I have put some hours in at this thing now. It is, this is what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of, it's a lot of reading those numbers and a lot of like dumping the, dumping the beans from, from here to there. And yeah, yeah. It's It's kind of like a dance after a certain point in time, I would imagine. So you're like, I know I'm doing this roast and I've got to do... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, and it's it amazing how in. many like rolls of white duct tape I've gone through <laughs> because that's how I keep it all straight is white duct tape and a Sharpie. I got like, you know, this like little tiny badge that says this and it's a stick. It's actually it pretty smart. To, yeah. And it's just I thought that it was going to be like one of those systems that got like better as I moved along. Yeah. And phased out and something else comes in. But. Yeah. But I just realized like white duct tapes super cheap yeah and it just works really really great so i uh i find that people think that their initial like uh very lo-fi integration is like oh, i'll figure i'll do yeah. something better later but uh, why it's yeah. working you know it's just wor- like yeah, go so with it well. go with it i don't mind throwing it away no yeah. <laughs> you're like ah, oh, i messed that up i can just get another piece of tape yeah. i feel like it's uh high a low risk high reward situation yeah. for sure so yeah so the last time we talked um we we went to we talked Christmas trees and then I came out to you were roasting on the farm yeah and we did like a little mobile kind of thing which was great because you and I grew at pretty much the same rate I was starting a new podcast you kept on, kept coming back and we kept talking you kept expanding and then you opened your shop on Green Street yeah which I was super excited about yeah it's in close proximity to my house you got and you guys have seen us like settle into what we're doing yeah at the shop you know like. 
you you came in when we were doing like food stuffs mm-hmm. and experimenting with having like prepackaged food yeah. items and now we're kind of settling into like all right we're, we're focusing on coffee we're doing it really well mm-hmm. you know like um but yeah you guys i mean i remember like you were one of my first test experimental customers for oh, packaged yeah. coffee that's right and i was roasting the heck out of it like, <laughs> it was pretty dark and you're like it's good it's good it's got to be just a little bit less burn. Back. <laughs> don't put it in too long but you know I'm like, like you're you're heading in the right direction yeah yeah i mean no i'll always be honest with you i feel like we've got we're, we're good with that as far as, yeah, because I want you to be successful. I don't want you to just, I don't want to say, yeah, it's great. And then it's not great. And other, somebody else has to tell you that that's not good. And what, I mean, like, I love being, doing business in this town, uh-huh. in this area, because it is like direct customer feedback. A hundred percent. And yeah. like, they're, they're going to let you know if it's really good. And <laughs> you can terrible. you can know that it's really good because they're also really going to let you know if it's not uh-huh. so good. Yeah, in so many words, you know, everybody's like really nice about it for the most part, but like you can tell by their face, yeah, they're, they're saying ah, it's it's good. Yeah, and you're like, mm, that means it's not it's good. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back to the drawing board, but yeah. So I mean, you have uh, you really focused on coffee. Yeah, you've got to try everything, which I think is really good. And a lot of small businesses feel like they've got to get it right the first time. And that's not the case. I think you have to kind of figure out where your lane is and how to really support the structure. And you guys are really good at coffee. So focusing on coffee make, totally makes sense because yeah. you're from start to finish. Yeah. And like, yeah, and that that's what I have been trying to, to you know, show everybody. And, and I feel like it's really caught on, you know, do you roast your own beans? I love that question because yeah. I get to say like, yeah, that's the other half of like what we're doing Mm -hmm. you know we're roasting we're packaging we're getting it out there to to other you know avenues of brewing other than just our coffee shop too which is cool and um another thing that we found our stride in is baked goods yeah at the shop we have baked goods that like i just haven't seen anywhere else yeah i don't even know what these things are sometimes when they walk through the door (laughs) i'm just like no that's true i mean like during the pandemic you guys were like selling out of baked goods yeah. and people thought at one point you were a bakery that was wild that was yeah. like last christmas yeah. and um i'm kind of wondering if that's going to happen again this christmas <laughs> season when people are like we need like uh 12 cakelets and 15 pedophores and yeah 24 scones i'm like what like, <laughs> i want to come to your party yeah like, like what? <laughs> number one where is this party yeah located? right <laughs> number two um yeah we're not a bakery yeah that see i think that that's um it's an interesting that's a good thing though Maybe you should I mean, be we'll, a bakery. We'll sell them to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Nobody else gets any. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You can take our whole lot for the, for the week. For the week. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, that's really been, my sister-in-law Annie's been, you know, bringing them in twice a week. Um, Caroline up at Wholesome Harvest mm-hmm. has been um, cranking out some really creative stuff yeah. that we pick up. And it's like, I'm really happy to be, you know, their avenue to, to bring that to the public. And yeah. it's really creative stuff and really tasty too. Yeah. And, and you have, you cater to a lot of dietary needs too. So yeah. that's something that's not necessarily front of place, especially for baked goods or like coffee shops in general. Yeah. We always seem to have like gluten-free or mm-hmm. vegan options yeah. and like we try and be on top of like what contains what ingredients mm-hmm. for the most part, it's been um, really easy to do. It's all been 
a lot of like a lot of local stuff, a lot of seasonal stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's been cool. Yeah. Yeah. That it's a pumpkin spice season. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I am like just like getting ready. I t- uh, texted everybody at the coffee shop when it dawned on me that like it, <laughs> you know, we had like we had a great summer uh-huh. and like then we made our triple we triple down on the batch of pumpkin spice and oh, we're yeah. ready to rock and roll. Uh-huh. It's like September, uh, yeah, September twenty first uh-huh. at this point, and I'm like, guys. It is going to be the blink of an eye between right now, like October and Christmas. It's uh-huh. just going to be crazy. It is an insane time. I think that people, um, like when summer hits, you're like, okay, cool. I've got the whole summer. And then you really like in July, like once the fourth comes and goes, then you're like, oh, I have to start thinking about fall. Right. And you're just like, this is messed up because yeah. you're like, I now, why are you talking about October? It's like the fourth of July. Right. And you're like, well, I got to make sure I've got. And I'm already thinking about Christmas. Yeah. Like I had like we're you have to if we're you're labeling bags and we're like getting supplies in Good. for Christmas because I know like um you know last year just made my head spin. Yeah. And then well also there's global supply chain issues. So if you're not thinking about it so right. far in advance, then you're never gonna get there in the end. Yeah. I so. never thought that I was gonna be thinking about cups mm-hmm. and like milks. Yeah. As much as I <laughs> I'm thinking about them right now. I'm like, gotta get my oat milk. In. So you went from like um, pine trees to like milks. Yeah, like just being yeah. like different. It's just a different obsession, really. Yeah, but it, you have to be that specific in order for the business to run smoothly because you want to be able to be consistent across the board for your client, for your clients, your customers coming in to get the coffee because you want to make sure that you have that ready for them. If you're out of something, you want to be able to say, I'm out of that, but I have this. Right. Like you have another plan in place. Right. And a lot of that is like just being there constantly and staying on top of it. So, yeah. And I think like, you know, it's been, it's been really good. Like customers have understood, mm-hmm. but it doesn't decrease the demand no. for it. No. Like they still, everybody still wants these things that are right. out. Um, yes. Yeah, so you have a super skilled staff. Yeah. It's, it's been very important for you to make sure that you're you you always do really good education with your staff and they seem to know what they're talking about. And if they don't, which is also important, they say, I don't know, but I can find out for you. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, it's really been amazing to to grow from we started out um, when we opened the shop a few years ago, four days out of the week, um, Thursday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it's been really awesome to grow like with my staff um, because whenever I opened the shop, I didn't know like much about running a retail, mm-hmm. anything really. I mean, the intricacies of it, the, I didn't know much about espresso or like espresso theory and what changes, you know, flavors and all that. Um, I didn't know anything about like steaming milks. Yeah. I had to learn like all my drinks. Um, so like a lot of our staff, you know, grew from, my starting point, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, like they've been training each other as new people come in and now we're open seven days out of the week, um, from morning until afternoon. And it's been really awesome to lean on, um, you know, the, the people that essentially run the coffee shop yeah. and, um, it's, they do a really good job. They're very knowledgeable about what, what, uh, product we have, like what varieties of coffee. And I do try and like, you know, implement that knowledge. Sure. Like, I don't expect anybody to, uh, 
you know, adopt the, the, uh, what did you call it? The obsession, the obsession. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as much as I have, you know, but, <laughs> but I think a lot, a lot of them do like a lot of them are like, we want to know as much about it as we possibly can. I think that's a level of, uh, it speaks to your character as a, as a boss. Cause you are a oh, boss. Thanks. Yeah. No, but that, that they, they got me a mug that said world's best boss. Nice. <laughs> yeah. oh, so it's true. It's yeah. definitely true. No, but that it's basically you instill, you empower them to be a part of the business versus like, I work here, but I'm also like super passionate about what I do because the people I surround myself with are also equally excited with what we're doing. Yeah. And I think that it doesn't matter if you're a barista, whatever you do, you want to be like really proud of the product that you're producing. And so the encouragement that you give your, your staff is definitely there and they can see it in the support for sure. Yeah. I mean the, the support that they like, they all know what is happening like in the greater scheme of things mm -hmm. too. Like we're, we are a growing business that is producing more and more. We're, we're handling more accounts on the wholesale side Good. and um, you know, like they know that, there's a crossover in that world. Like a lot of questions are going to come in from customers mm -hmm. that, um, you know, it, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I've been extremely fortunate to be able to lean on the the staff and to grow with them. And they're, they're growing with, with uh, the company. Yeah. Which is really neat to see. That's it's, it's great. Yeah. A lot of things have changed for you personally too. You got married. Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, I think about the past like three years, we, <laughs> insane yeah we have <laughs> global we have pandemic yeah. it's crazy like we got married the pandemic started like three months later yep. four months later mm -hmm. and then we had a kid and then yep. we moved houses mm -hmm. and seems about right yeah the ability for you to be able to have a whole family home life a roasting life and a coffee shop life is basically because you've established such a good staff yeah and I think that that's hard in any business, especially a hospitality-based business, because there's maybe a higher turnover. But it doesn't seem like you have a high turnover at your shop. No, no, yeah. not not at all. Yeah. And I will say, like, my home life, uh -huh. uh, Susan is very supportive of, yeah, of course. you know, like, what I'm doing. <laughs> the great project is, it's, I sometimes call it, it takes, you know, she is, like, she's right there with me to talk about those intricacies. And, yeah. like, um, you know, that's that has a lot of times been what it takes to, to keep this, th to, to keep base camp up and up and running and yeah. up and going. Like she knows everything that is happening and like I run everything by her and it's, um, it's really been, it's a partnership. You guys have a really good partnership. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's really been great to, to have that and be like supported in that way too. Absolutely. So, um, we have to talk about, you said you're expanding and you're growing your wholesale market. Yeah. You just landed, the hospital contract, which yeah. is like a huge deal. Yeah. I, a lot of, uh, yeah, it's huge for sure. A lot of, um, people have been like saying like, you should have a kiosk in the hospital. Mm -hmm. You should have, I would love to go into work and there have like, uh, the brewers say base camp and stuff yeah. like that. And I've just been like, tell them, you know, tell them. Yeah. Uh, and I guess enough people have requested it. Um, that one day in June, uh, you know, the director of dietary at the hospital emailed and said, we would like to explore the opportunity to have base camp at the hospital. And I was ecstatic. I mean, nice. I was like, holy crap, that is <laughs> awesome. So, um, and they've been amazing to work with. It's been a whole new experience to do, you know, like 
big contracts like that. Yeah, it's a big and, corporate contract, yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's UPMC. It is, yeah. Yeah. So, is it all of UPMC or is it just the Cumberland campus? Right now, it's just the Western Maryland, UPMC Western Maryland. I have a feeling you're going to get into more. I'll have to get a bigger machine <laughs> to be doing <laughs> that, you know. But I think it's really, it's neat because, like, I have, you know, talked to people in Pittsburgh setting up the account. Mm-hmm. People from Pittsburgh, Altoona, Bedford, like, they all intermingle within their yes. um, healthcare system and stuff like that. So they all see like, oh, like we, you know, these three hospital campuses have X coffee. You guys have base camp coffee. Like, what is that? We want to know about that. Yeah. So, um, and it's been, it's been really interesting going through, like sometimes with big corporations and stuff, things take a lot of they time. T- they take time. Yeah. And to go through a whole process from like conception to, you know, like fruition, I guess. Yeah. I understand why things take so much time now. It's like, yeah. wow, that was a lot of that was difficult to, to do. But you know, they've been they've been extremely like great to work with, mm-hmm. getting it going. Their uh, their facility staff like installing all this equipment wow. and stuff like that has been huge. Fixing equipment, things like that. So they're um you know supply chain people talking to them. It's been really they've been interested to see like how it goes with a small independent company coming into a big corporate environment. I'm sure that they're used to dealing with other corporate contracts, you know, like Folgers or whatever. Yeah. Maxwell house, other chock full of nuts. I don't know. Some big like coffee, commercial coffee producers. And I'm sure that they probably would like to expand their portfolio because it's only a marketability thing for them. You know, as far as like, Hey, we've got, we support local businesses and producers. I think it's something that they can stand on saying like, okay, this has been demanded by our staff members. This has been, you know, requested for, for a long time. And then for them to be able to, to deliver like that, I think it speaks a lot for them to not just be like, Oh, okay. Like that would be nice, wouldn't it? You know, to for it to actually come to fruition. You know, they made the effort to do it, which I think is kind of nice. Yeah, it's huge. Um, so do you just supply the beans to the coffee? It's or ground coffee, or like, or you're not like there brewing it? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I have not yet. (laughs) I have been there brewing it, doing test batches and things like that. You know, like one another thing about you know being right in the community and having a supplier be right in the community is. Mm you know, I'll hear like, oh, I thought that batch was kind of weak. I thought like this could have tasted a little bit better or something like that. And then me, I'm like, all right, I'm driving to the hospital and I'm figuring come that dialing out. That <laughs> <in>. <laughs> come yeah, exactly. dial that in. Yeah. So um, I have been there brewing and like I have been able to talk to a lot of like the, you know, the nurses and staff that, that have been, you know, consuming it and purchasing it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But um, yeah, right now we have two brewers that brew two batches each at a time so like four mm-hmm. carafes we yeah. have four varieties um and the the cafeteria staff you know they brew the coffee there nice um and we have we have three of our very popular varieties there and our our decaf so which i'm really proud about our decaf like dude your decaf sells like crazy it's um you know it's like, like i think you one. were the one that was like you're like you have to pay attention to this decaf because your decaf drinkers want good quality coffee that's it yeah and so i definitely took that <laughs> advice i was like all right i gotta have my decaf on all the time at yeah. the shop we have a dedicated decaf espresso grinder so yeah. like we can dial in our decaf to be like you know we're not just like 
winging it. We're not right. shooting in the dark here. No. It's we're paying uh, a lot of attention to roasting it, a lot of attention to grinding it and, and uh, brewing it, <clears throat> and a lot of attention to like the reaction that we get from it. So, yeah. No, decaf is um, it's with anything I'm finding. Uh, people even with NA beers, like it's a huge thing because they want the experience and the flavor. It's the same thing. They don't want to miss out on it just because they can't handle the caffeine or, you know, there's sometimes um, where like someone's like, oh, I really would like an after dinner coffee. Right. Because that's just like, they like it. They like the taste, but they don't want all the caffeine. So, I mean, it's a give and take. Plus, you know, it's good to always have it there. Yeah. And people, it sells out and then people get really mouthy about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I definitely hear you know that. Yeah. Definitely hear about the, and so far it hasn't happened for months, months Good. and months and months Good. because I took your advice <laughs> and I have decaf on the shelves most of the time now. That's good. Yeah. So, but yeah, so the, so we have at the hospital, we have the dark green, which is our house roast at the shop on green street. It's a dark roast on green street. It's delicious. We have trail mix. Um, also good. That's a 50-50 blend of medium and dark. We have the original, which is truly the first original blend yeah. that I ever made. So that's our medium roast. And we have our ever our ever good decaf. Yeah, ever good <laughs> decaf. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, the thing is, I think people think you have to do a lot of different products and like flavored coffees and all that kind of stuff. But it, the truth is you just have to have a really good core group of products and then, you know, you can expand from there. Yeah. Um, so you, you have a lot of pumpkin spice. So you're, you're prepared for yeah. the fall. Yeah. Before before coming here today, I made sure. <laughs> we I had, mean, we is it flying like, off the shelf? I mean, is that is it like a thing? Like it's a thing are, for okay. sure. Yeah. Last last year, um, I just had, just had somebody ask me that just came on board recently. Um, how long do we carry base or how long do we carry pumpkin spice? Yeah. Last year we carried it all the way through like January. Well, cause people wanted it, they right? Wanted it, and then I was like, we have to take it away. Otherwise it won't be like a special yeah, thing yeah, whenever it yeah. comes around, you know, in the fall. Mm-hmm. But we have pumpkin spice. We have cinnamon roll, which is probably Whoa. like, yeah, cinnamon roll is awesome. What does that entail? That's like brown sugar and cinnamon. And I think a butter, like a butter extract, so like butter, you know? So it's like creamy and like cinnamon. Yeah, mm. it's really good. And then we have apple spice. Okay. Which, uh, people shy away from apple spice, but they shouldn't. Okay. They shouldn't. It was really good. Not just because it's like my favorite fall flavor, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, apple spice is kind of hanging on by a thread at the coffee is shop. It? Well, I think we only out. have it. So like, okay, so apple spice, why do you think people, because sh- it's too sweet? Do it's you, like, like too fruity, a- fruity, like fruity with coffee. Okay. But it's more like, it's more the spice. I mean, there definitely is like the tart tang of the apple sure. in it, but it's definitely more about the, the spice. The warm spice, the warming spices. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing about the syrups that we have is like, we, we might not have a huge selection, mm-hmm. but it's because we don't buy in like the pre-made bottle. You're making it. Yeah. We're back there like yeah. stirring stuff up. Yeah, you're the, cooking it down. Yeah. That's the thing. I was like, you're not just like squirting a bunch of stuff. It's not it's labeled pumpkin spice and you're pulling it off and you're doing a couple squirts and you're out right. the door. Like you're conco- you're like making your own pumpkin spice yeah. syrups and everything else. I don't yeah. think people, maybe they don't know that. They, whenever we were the, like banging and clanging and they're on like the day where we're cooking it. Yeah. You know, they definitely. Like, what are you doing? It's like, oh man, I spilled. 
<laughs> all the pumpkin spice. <laughs> it's like, just get a new one out of the box. It's not it's like not that. It's not that easy. It's not that easy. It's like, don't cry over spilt milk. You should, you're definitely crying over yeah. spilt pumpkin spice. So, next. Yeah. yeah, no, I think that you, are you doing everything. You have ha- your hands in all of the, the pies, so to speak. Oh, um, don't, don't mm. let them know about those pies. Oh, yeah. Don't let, don't let them know about those pies. I think they already know about the pies if they've listened to any of your previous episodes. Yeah. Are they making a comeback at all, you think? No? Uh, I have like a really nice cold case at the shop where if somebody else wanted to make some pies. Make some pies? Yeah. Oh, I would display them for sure. You'd sl- sl- sell them by the slice, you Yeah, think? I think so. I think okay. we're there now. Like at first I was like, I don't want to do cakes by the slice, but yeah. I think we could probably pull that off. All right. You know? I'll yeah. let you know if I make a pie and have too many. Yeah. Spring one down. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Like, here you go. Thanks. Throw it in the, throw it in the case for everybody. So, um, your biggest seller of coffee. So it is down to the trail mix uh-huh. and the dark green. Okay. And I really haven't quite figured out which one is the biggest seller. But those are your like top two. Those are the top two. Okay. And I used to not carry like a backstock, a reserve. Mm-hmm. I used to just like roast on demand. Like somebody would re- request this, and then that week I would, you know, roast that. Yeah. <clears throat> but. Because coffee has to age for mm-hmm. about five, like half a week to a, to a full week before it's brewed. Otherwise, all sorts of crazy chemical reaction stuff yeah. has to, it occurs, you know, and like it affects the flavor and all that. Now, now I'm, we're to the point where I hold probably about like, it's not 30, like 60 gallons wow. of each in, yeah. in reserve. I'd say that those are your, so what that, yeah, that's massive. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. That's good. Yeah. That's a good problem to have. Yeah. Yeah. And your most ex- emerging and expanding market, Garrett County? Garrett County has been really awesome for a long time. Um, and that's, uh, you know, we have a lot of retailers up at the lake and beyond. There's mm-hmm. a great little coffee shop in Oakland. Okay. Called the Shoe Fly. Oh, nice. Yeah. And they're like, their team, well, it's the same people that own the Vagabond Tap Room. Ah, nice. Yes. Which, like, I've always been a big fan of the, we're going to have a coffee shop open in the morning mm-hmm. and a beer, like like a tap room restaurant that opens and there's like a little bit of an overlap there. Mm-hmm. And then, so like, if somebody's coming in for a beer and a sandwich at night, they're like, oh man, like we have, there's a coffee shop here yeah. tomorrow morning. I got to come back. Yeah. You know, so like they're doing that. They, they, uh, the person that owns that has a building that has like a pass through door. Oh, nice. And one side is a tap room with like really, really awesome beers and good food. Mm-hmm. And then the other side is like a really cool coffee shop, really great aesthetic. Um, carry an awesome base camp coffee nice uh they also use a another roaster from garrett county called chaos coffee okay um and uh and i'm i'm a big fan of that too like different coffee shops using different varieties multiple different varieties i think that that's really a, a great way to go um so that's kind of like our far reach out into garrett county um and then closer in toward allegheny county um, the travel mug has recently yeah. opened up and she's doing a really cool thing doing, you know, travel coffee. Yeah, she has a, yeah. a full espresso bar coffee shop on a trailer that she tows behind her truck and hits like, you know, events that call her up requesting her presence. Nice. Or, and she kind of has a circuit that she runs as well. That's amazing. Yeah. So she, and, um, 
she, she came from nursing. Um, she came from a nursing background and thought that this was something that she would really like to do and mm-hmm. get into. And um, as, as far as I can see, it's been extremely well supported for her. I nice. think the community has been like asking for something like that um, at different, you know, there's a lot of festivals and there's just a like lot a lot of, of events. Of, yeah. I was going to say a lot of events that happen that you need like, some co- like a coffee trailer yeah. that's really helpful you know what i mean like especially um just like the 3m challenge that just happened mm-hmm. or anything that is like a relay on the canal it would be yeah. great to have just like a coffee place and they have like yeah and it's it's great to have something like pop up and yeah. just like yeah it's ready it's quality it's mm-hmm. good and like they specialize in that and it's nice for me because a lot of folks have asked for you know can you show up and do our event yeah and like as proud as I am about base camp and like what we're putting out, I am yeah. not proud about our mobile setup. It's like, <laughs> you know, like, well, there's room for, I mean, there's room for growth there for yeah. sure. But I, now I can suggest the travel mug. Yeah. And, and you like, don't you have to worry about call, it. Call yeah. Up. And like, it's supporting two local businesses at the Absolutely. same time. So yeah. she's, um, you know, I think that she's found that she's really being successful in her venture as well. Good. So, um, and then we have some like really big stronghold, um, companies in Garrett County, Schoolhouse Earth is a really cool spot to stop if you're in the area of Deep Creek Lake. Cool. They have like a full retail shop and a petting zoo and, um, you know, different like gourmet foods and stuff like that. And they, nice. they've been a, a seller of base camp coffee for years, like three years at least. And then Firefly Cheese, they have oh, yeah. all the gourmet stuff and they have a, you know, handcrafted artisan cheese. And yeah. Everything. So that's a really cool spot to stop. It's great. I mean, they, and they're all solar powered and they've won a bunch of awards. Yeah. Like they're like world renowned goat cheese, which is yeah. kind of crazy. And they're just, just, you know, right up the road. Yeah. I always like seeing them in like the DC, like any DC farmer's market or the Baltimore farmer's market. Yeah. I'm like, Hey guys, <laughs> that's, that's from where I'm that's from. That's from where I'm from. Yeah. And they, they just set up like a, they moved yeah. from, you know, from their kind of like factory or production area rather to more of like a showroom yeah. kind of space and they gained the capability of having like brewed coffee. Yeah. So they, they went with the uh, espresso machine and they're doing nice. lattes and cappuccinos and stuff like that all Fancy. with base camp as well now too. That's so good. Yeah. So you went you smarter from a small farm shed to like this yeah. massive company. And it's cool that record talk listen has documented <laughs> yes. like I can, I can be like, we did start in my parents' garage. Yeah. And it's documented. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I think at one point when we were talking about, you'd been on the show multiple times. I was like, this is going to be really cool. You can go back and listen to like from where you started, like when you first moved back to kind of like where you are now. Yeah. So I'm glad that we brought the show back so we can continue your, the documentation of Hayden Nordholm. And my voice. <laughs> and your voice. Yeah. <laughs> Changing. <laughs> Yeah. Always, always strange, always weird accents. That's yeah. okay. Well, I'm glad that you came back. I'm glad Base Camp's killing it. I knew it would. Thanks. Um, and uh, I feel like I should have a cup of coffee now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. For more information on what you've heard on today's show, please head over to our website, and that's recordtalklisten.com. And there you'll find all of Hayden's previous episodes over the last eight years. So make sure to check that out when you get a chance. And if you are not already, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. That way you will never miss another episode. This has been another episode of Record Talk Listen. 
where I hit record, people talk, and hopefully you listen. Until next time, thank you so much.